right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to our Bible study this wonderful evening. Hope and prayer everybody's doing well out in this summer heat, y'all. Whenever you see this video, but right now, live, currently live, it is one of the hottest days of the summer. But we're thankful again today for God and, and the weather. Thank God for every season that we go through, every season we have got praise for. I'd like to welcome each one to our Bible study tonight. Uh, hope and pray again that, again that the Word of God finds a lodging place in your heart. As we continue to study God's word, it's important to have your daily devotion. It's important to, to learn of him and to uh, study him, to be more like him, desire to be more like him, to yearn to uh, serve him and live for him, just live a complete life in Christ, to be like him and to follow his example and to apply these things to our lives. And so that's why we study the Bible. That's why we read the Bible, to conform and be more like the Lord our God. And so we're, we're coming back tonight to... Uh, Break down another different Bible study. Uh, here lately we've been doing topics. And so, uh, Lord, laid upon my heart about the, the, the this topic this evening concerning the mindset of Christ, the mindset of Christ. And so uh, uh, we want to look at that a little bit today. Just grabbed a few verses of scripture uh, uh, concerning that. It's a ton, a ton, tons of verses about the the mindset of Christ or who Christ is. And we, again, back to what we say, we want to pattern him and and really just follow his lead, follow his lead and, and to pattern our lives accordingly. Um, and so we want to look at some of that today. And we, as we prepare to do that, we encourage you to share this page out, share it out on your social medias, your social media. I was just talking with someone today and they said, yeah, it's good that you can put your stuff out there on social media. We got to uh, take it to take it to the word. Just really confirmation what we've been talking about. The Reverend's been talking about getting the word out in various platforms. And so we encourage you over on the YouTube side as well. Those watching on Facebook, we also have YouTube. Uh, we have podcasts. We have so many things uh, to spread abroad the word of God. And there's so many other platforms that we haven't even touched yet. And so, um, Lord, help if you know of any, hey, let us know. Let us know how we can get the word out to even more. Uh, and he had said to me just today, because uh, uh, of the mind called, and he said, I, you know, it's a way to reach millions. It's a way to reach millions. And really, it's almost as if he was talking with the Reverend about just reaching the lost, reaching the means for Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so um, we pray with this. And how, do you, how does that happen? We share it, share it through your pages. Share it through your social media. Share it and tell people about the about the uh, pages at the church, and really even the physical church. Now, again, we say many times uh, online is just a platform. It's nothing like coming and fellowshipping together in the house of the Lord. We're located at 334 Ashford Street. Meet uh, uh, this Thursday. Matter of fact, this Thursday evening at 7:30 p.m. So come on out, be with us. But we are not going to delay time because I got a lot of coverage tonight. But we want to cover the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ, and really that is the mind of Christ to seek and to save that was lost to get his meaning, get the word out to tell his meaning, to get invite them to come, invite them to come to the great feast of Almighty God. And so there's tons and tons of verses about how how Christ thought, and it's really. You can't just nail it down in one Bible study. But we'll endeavor to give you a little bit here today. I, I want to pull up first Matthew 14. Matthew 14 uh, uh, really shows the compassion of Christ. Not that there's movies about it. The movies about the passion of Christ when he came. The purpose of him coming was to, uh, to save the lost. And to really it shows compassion, his love for mankind. And he was willing to come and give his life on an Oregon cross to pay the penalty for us that we didn't have to uh, suffer and go through the, the penalty of sin, uh, eventually eternal life and the lake of fire. So Christ came in to do that for us. But one of the things I just want to bring out here 
in Matthew 14, 14, the Bible says that he saw this great crowd of people. And the Bible says he went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion. So the 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 the, uh, uh, the minds, one of the mindsets of Christ is compassion, love. We, we share with you, I believe it was uh, Sunday evening, about love covers a multitude of sins. Compassion, compassion for people, a real heart for God's creation, a real compassion for, again, uh, your fellow man, your neighbors, your people in general, a hardship break from one another, a hardship really, really uh, be concerned, especially when you become a Christian, concerned about the spiritual condition of our world, the spiritual condition of our people today. And so uh, we want to have that same compassion. The mindset of Christ was a compassion, compassion and concern about eternal, eternal, their eternal souls, but the compassion about their well-being, compassion about their way. And so he says, he had moved his compassion towards them and uh, he healed their sick. So he healed their sick. In other place, he was moved with compassion. He fed them, moved with compassion. And naturally, they taught them and, and, and really began to minister to them. So you're not today. Let's follow the mindset of Christ and just be people of compassion. Be people of compassion again in our world today. Uh, let's look at Luke 19.10. Luke 19.10 as well. That's before we get into to some more in-depth here. But I was just pulling out a few highlights. Uh, the Bible says, For the Son of Man came to do what? To seek and to save that which is lost. And so there it is. Uh, he came to seek and save that which was lost. He realized that mankind, we, we were lost since the garden. Lost when Adam uh, lost uh, our God. He, 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 he fell and he sinned against God. Him and Eve. And so uh, since that time, he's been looking for mankind, looking for that relationship again. And so the Son of Man was coming to seek the lost, coming to get those lost sheep. That straight away, those lost sheep, those lost multitude of people, which were you and I, that needed Christ. And so his mindset was to seek and to save the lost. Again, their eternal, eternal, that, uh, their eternal destination was key. It was key. And so I'll give you another example. I'll give you a story here. Uh, I don't want to get too caught up in the story, but this is what's going to lead us to the mindset. We're talking about the mindset. And our thinking, our thinking, and really, before we come to Christ, our thinking is messed up. I think it was out of whack. You think about uh, uh, just things we used to do before you come to Christ. You say, I wasn't that bad. But you know what? Your mind, when a mind doesn't put out Christ, it'll be willing to do anything. You could be the nicest person, but if you don't have Christ, eventually something, don't uh, get in the devil. He gives the devil any type of space. You'll do anything. You'll do anything. Uh, 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 and so many times we must have the right mindset on the mind of Christ. So our minds are messed up. The Bible says we were born in iniquity. We were born in sin. We were born lost without God. So listen to this. I'm going to give you a story. And this is a really extreme story. Again, where, where Christ encountered a man. Let's read in verse 1. Mark, Mark 5, 1. The Bible says, And they came over unto the other side of the sea, unto the uh, country of Gatherings. Number 2, he says, And when he came out of the ship, immediately they met him out of the tombs, uh, a man with an unclean spirit. Mark 5, 1, verse 2 now. Mark chapter 5, verse 2. Let me know where you got it. So it's an encounter where Jesus had met these people. He had met this man. He had really done many miracles. So 1 through 15. You got it? He had, um, he had met this man, and so he... We're going to read about the man here in a second, but he was in a mess. He was a mess. And so that's what I say. It's an extreme case. But this is how far when 
we're away from Christ and when the devil has control of our life, it will really take us to an extreme case. And so um, the Bible says in verse 2, he says, when he came out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man of an unclean spirit. So this spirit here, he didn't have the right spirit. That's what the Bible says, renewing me a right spirit, renewing me a right heart. We need the born again experience, the born again experience. So the mindset of Christ is to make a change. He wants to, uh, to make a change for the better. The Bible says, and, and who hath, who had his dwelling place in tombs and no man could bind him. No, not with chains. This man was unruly. This man was uncontrollable. Again, the enemy had a grip on his life. The Bible says because, uh, verse 4, that he had often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, and neither could any man tame him. So he was just, he was even had supernatural strength where he was breaking out a chain. They tried to bind him up, but they could not bind him up. This was a strong, strong. Uh, individual uh, again uh, that was really unruly and uncontrollable bible says in verse 5 he says always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones something was going on in his mind he needed a renewing of the mind uh naturally anytime uh some an enemy try to get us to hurt ourselves to harm ourselves uh sadly to say but many uh uh take their lives every day Take the lives of a day. That's a lie of the enemy to end your life. It's a lie of the devil to say, give up and give in. No, we want to have the right mindset, the mindset of Christ. Say, you know what? Let me get up. Let me get up and serve God. Let me get up and seek Christ's face. And tonight, my friend, if you are uh, in this way, uh, 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 think even get contemplating suicide, my friend, look to Christ tonight. Look to the Lord our God. I'm telling you, he can help you today. The right mindset tonight. And so he was hurting himself. And really, you know what? Even not even physically hurting ourselves or just in sin in itself. Uh, think about when Paul, uh, before he became Paul, was, you know, Saul at the time, the Bible says, why are you hurting yourself? Jesus told him, he said, why are you kicking against the pricks? You're only hurting yourself. And so the, uh, sin will have us do all manners of things, even directly or indirectly, not even knowing, not even realizing. The longer you stay away from Christ, you hurt yourself. You hurt yourself. The longer you uh, uh, think in your own mind, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to live how I want to live. I'm going to do it how I'm going to conduct my life. I'm going to conduct my life how I want to live, then, then, then we find that we get into trouble and we only hurt ourselves. So the Bible says he was hurting himself. The Bible says in verse 6, uh, he says, but when he saw Jesus afar, he ran in worship. So but even in spite of all that was going on, deep down on the inside, he knew, he knew that he knew needed to get to God. He knew in his mind in spite of what the devil was doing, in spite of how much the devil was trying to keep him back and trying to harm and hurt him, he knew in his heart he needed to get to God. The Bible says in verse 7, he cried with a loud voice and, and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, son, uh, thou son of the Most High? It was a spirit that was speaking out, crying out. And, and the Bible says, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. These are these demons speaking out of this man. And they knew, they knew as well. You know, uh, when we have the mind of Christ, demons know. When we have the mindset and we have Christ living in us, demons truly know. And really, they're afraid. The devil's afraid of you and I taking on completely the mind of Christ. To realize the lengths, we covered our night about the lengths and the depths and the heights and the breadths of Christ, uh, the, of God, really. And really to get the full capacity of Almighty God. Church, let's continue to pray that prayer. Let's continue to uh, strive for that, to take on the fullness of God. And so uh, the demons feared that. They knew 
that Christ Jesus, uh, how that he would, uh, would be able to uh, run them off right away. And they were afraid of what he, Jesus was going to do to them. They said, why are you coming to torment us? Please don't hurt us, Jesus. These demons were speaking out of this man. The Bible says, for he said unto him, come, uh, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Number nine, he says, and he asked him, what is thy name? And he answered and said, my name is Legion. He says, for we are many. This man had many devils. And people have many things going on in your head. Many things going on in your mind. Many things that will uh, plague your mind and your heart and your soul. And not so much demonic, but just things that will occupy your soul, your mind, your heart. You need to get your minds on him. The Bible says we must have our minds stayed upon him. To clear out your mind. To clear out the things of your life. Uh, that's why it's so important to pray. so important to get a hold of God. Many times Jesus would steal away and go pray in the mountains. Get away from everybody and go pray. Why? To clear his mind. To clear his head. And you know, because there are many, many things that will clutter your day. Many things that will uh, uh, fulfill your day and, and get your mind away from God. That's what the enemy wants to do, to get our minds away. And so, naturally, he, he said here today, uh, Legion was mean. There were many things, issues going on in the man's life. <clears throat> and the devil have us so busy. <clears throat> Excuse me. You will have us so busy that we don't make time for God. Your mind is all over the place. Your day is so occupied to where we don't have any time to pray and stop. Church today, we got to make sure we're not too busy for Almighty God. We want to have the right mindset to seek Him first, seek the Lord, seek our God. Let's get that word we're going to take you tonight. The Bible says, and He besought Him much that He would uh, send them away out of the country. So these demons try to make a deal with Jesus. They said, oh, just send us out. Don't destroy us, but just send us away. And the Bible says, and now there was, uh, there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding and all the devils besought him saying send us into the swine that we may enter into them for so for number 13 for forward jesus gave them leave and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine and the herd violently ran down the steep hill into the sea and he said and there were about two thousand demons in one man two thousand in one man the bible says they were choked into the sea and they that uh, fed the swine took it in the city and in the countries, and they went out to see what was done. Number 15, he went on, says, and they came to see Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil. This part I'm going to bring to you, I read all that to you to bring you to this point. We're talking about the mindset of Christ. He says, and he, and, and he had the legion sitting, clothed, and in his right mind, and they were afraid. That part I'm going to bring to you is in verse 15 about the right mind. He was now in his right mind. Tonight, you need a healing in your mind. Let the Lord touch your mind tonight. Let the Lord touch you through salvation. Let the Lord touch you through his Holy Spirit. God, give me the mindset of you. Let me put me in my right mind, my right thinking. My thinking is not right. Uh, my attitude is not right. My heart is not right. Give me the mind of Christ. He was clothed in his right mind. Like a natural, a normal human being. He was now doing what was right. And you know, a servant God... He puts us in our right mind where you think straight, you think in clarity. Remember coming up night about crazy for Jesus. And they thought that Paul had gone crazy. They said, Paul, you gone mad, Paul. All this Jesus stuff that made you mad. In other words, crazy. And he says, no, I know I'm not crazy. I'm not drunk. He said, I'm in my right mind. I'm in my right mind. I'm not, my mind is not turned upside down, but it's turned right side up now. Again, we share with you a few nights ago. Go back and listen to that video about uh, crazy about Jesus. About how, that, again, uh, Jesus puts us in our right mind. He puts us in our right mind. He puts us in our right thought pattern. He gives you and makes you want to do right and think right. 
So church today, let's have the mindset of Christ. Let's go to Romans. Uh, we share with this as well. Romans 12, 1 and 2. For me, verse description. But the Bible says, how does this happen? He says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice. So the mindset of Christ is this, that we must present ourselves to God. He, he, he taught us to take up our cross and follow him. So naturally, uh, uh, you give yourself away. The old man, the old you, the old me, we had to become a sacrifice. God, I'm sacrificing my will, my life for you. The Bible says, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Number two is what I want to bring you to. He says, and be not conformed to this world. So when we were born in sin, in sin did my mother conceive me. We were shaping in iniquity, the psalmist tells us. So we're conformed to the effects and the environment, the sinful environment that we have or that we are in. The church says, we must, we must, we must. Let not the world conform. The Bible says we must be what transformed by the renewing of your mind. When Christ comes into your life, you are a new creature. That's what the Bible says. You're a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Corinthians 5, 17. Behold, all things become new. So you are now a new creature in Christ. Your renewed mind. Transformation of a mind. I want to be like Jesus now. I want to serve God. I want to start going to church now. I want to start praying. I want to start reading my Bible. I want to start telling people about the Lord. I want to start uh, praying for people. I want to stop. I want to start loving people now. I want to see somebody get saved as well. That's the renewing of your mind, and it's it's like that with every new believer. Every new believer begins to want to do something for the kingdom of God, because they have been transformed in the renewing of the mind. He says, "You may prove what is good, acceptable, perfect will of God." Let's go to Second Corinthians. I mean, excuse me, uh, Philippians. Philippians two. Philippians two. The Bible says one through five. If there therefore be any consolation in Christ, if there be any comfort or love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowel of mercies, number two, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded. So again, the apostle tells us to be like-minded in the body of Christ, to be like Christ. The Bible says having the same love, the same compassion, being of one accord, of one mind, talking about the mind of Christ, to be in one accord with God, being one accord with the fellow believers. He said, let nothing be done with strife and vainglory, but loneliness of mind. There it is again, the mind. Loneliness of mind and humility. He says, uh, let each esteem each other better than themselves. And so we prefer one another. You know what? Concern about others before ourselves. The Bible goes on and says, look not every man on his own things, but uh, every man also on the things of others. So Jesus, he didn't even have time to sleep. <laughs> That's how mighty that he was. He was so concerned about others, so concerned. And you know what? In our busy life, naturally, we still need to take some time out for others. Take some time out to reach out in the community, do something, care about someone, help someone. The Bible says in verse 5, let this mind be in you. There it is again. Let this mind be in you. Talk about the mind of Christ, a compassionate heart, a caring heart. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. So that same mind of love, that same mind of compassion, that same mind of one accord with Christ, to be in unison with the kingdom of God, to be in unison with our king up in heaven, and our heavenly father, let us be of that same mindset. Let's go to Philippians 3, 7, 3, 7 through 16. He says, but what things were gained to me? And so we talked about living sacrifice and giving ourselves to Christ. This is right here, Paul, uh, to the Philippian church. 
he, he let them know. He, he gave a whole rundown of his past. He told them about how he was an educated man and how he did so many things secular, secular-wise and how he told all his credentials of why he should have been considered one of the chief Pharisees on and on and on. He was well esteemed very high in the world or in the religious world. But you know, in the reality of Christ, the difference between the religion and the reality in Christ. And all of his accolades, all of his education. He began to, it's, it's the context of it where he said this right here in verse 7. He said, what things were gained to me, those things I caught lost with Christ. You see, when we come to Christ, things really don't matter anymore. <laughs> Certain things. Certain things don't matter. Yes, you got to live your life. But you know what? At the end of the day, I want to make sure I please my Lord. I want my career or my education or your achievements to be centered around Christ. He says, I kind of lost from Christ. Yeah, I was this, I, I was that, I gained this, I gained that. But you know what? <laughs> it don't matter anymore because I'm all about Jesus now. That's the mindset of Christ. I'm, I'm all about the, the kingdom of God, focusing on him, <clears throat> focusing on his word, focusing to do his will. And church, let us make sure that we continue to uh, let Christ shape in our minds so we can have that same mindset. Number 80, when I say, yea, Dallas, I count all things lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. So he, the Lord Jesus Christ, he said, let me do the thing so I can excel in Christ. I want to just as much as you excel on your job or in your career, or in whatever uh, activities that you do, he said, let us excel in Christ as well, even more. So let us have that mindset. God, help us not be mediocre Christians. Let us take on the full fullness of God. Let us do our best for the kingdom of God. We got so much more we can be doing, so much more, each of us as a pastor, so much more that we can achieve in God. Let us not settle for less, church. The Bible goes on and says, The accuracy of knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for in whom I suffer the loss of all things, and I count them but dumb. He says, you know what? Those things really are the least of my priorities. I count them as dumb. You know, I don't even need them, really. This is what he says here. I count them as dumb, in other words, waste or manure. He says that I may win Christ. Number nine. He said, we're really even in that, that I may win Christ. He knows he his victories in Christ. We win in Christ. Let's have we, you want to win in life? Uh uh. You want to have victory? It's in Christ. He went on and told us another place. He said, I can do all things through Christ Jesus. Uh the, but the epistles also tell us he said, Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We can overcome because of Christ Jesus. So let's have the mindset of Christ. Where he's our prime example. There was nothing that he could not do. The, 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 the world was astonished when they saw him. They were astonished. The winds and the waves obey him. Sickness and disease flees. Demons flee as we just read to you. They flee. And they said, Man, again, our victory, we want what he has. We want that relationship with him. And that's what Paul was saying. He says, When we get that relationship and that mindset of Christ, man, there's nothing, no telling what we can do. God help each of us. Each of us. I'm not, I'm not just preaching here, I'm preaching myself as well. God help us, help us have the mind of Christ. Number nine, when it says, be found in him, not of my own righteousness. Again, that's it. It's not us. It's not about us. It's not about what we know. It's about the one we know. I want to, it's not my righteousness. Not, not, not what deeds or what works we do. No, no, no. So we do the works for Christ. You know, and so we're doing it for him and for no one else. He says, and, 
my, not my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ and the righteousness which is of God. Number 10. He said, that I may know him. He's talking about the mindset of Christ. The Apostle Paul said, I want to know him. Feed me more of him. I want to know him. I want, to, I want that close relationship with him. And that's what we did. We wasn't there. <laughs> Peter, John, and James, they were blessed to be there with him, to eat with him, to walk with him, to uh, sleep in the same room with him and travel with him and, and just spend hours and hours and days and months and years with the Lord. And so naturally, the closest thing we have is his word and prayer and the Holy Spirit. And so he said, I want to know him. Let me dig into this thing. And that's how we find out who God is. That's how we build our relationship. Is to dig into this thing, to know him. And the power of his resurrection, to know that power of his resurrection, that, that same spirit that raised up Jesus. I want to know him. And that same spirit that raised up Jesus, let that same spirit be in my mind. To where, again, when, when obstacles come my way, or when walls get in the way, or when challenges get in the way, it's nothing because I have the resurrection of Christ Jesus living in me, the resurrection power living in me, the mindset of Christ to where, again, there's nothing impossible for a believer tonight. The Bible goes on and says, in the fellowship of his suffering, even in that, you know, we will go through things, even if we have to suffer, and we have the same mind as Christ. Some people, when they suffer, they give up. They go through things and give up. You know, we will, those those that live godly and righteous, we will suffer persecution. <clears throat> you will go through things. You will face challenges in your life. And so he says, the fellowship is suffering. Christ went through it, and so shall we. Some greater than others. But you know what? It's part of being a Christian. He says, being conformable unto his death. Number 11, he went on and says, if any mean, by any means, I may obtain the resurrection of this. So in other words, he said, it's going to be worth it all for the cause of Christ and the great resurrection. <clears throat> he says, not, not as though I have already attained, neither were already perfect, but I follow after that. I may apprehend that for which I am apprehended of Christ. Number 13, brethren, I count myself to have apprehended, but there's one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me. I'm talking about the mind of Christ, so forget those things which are behind me. Forget your past. Don't turn around. Don't look back. We talked about the other night about Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. Don't go back to that stuff. Go. Let's, let's let that go. Let it go. Let it go. And come to Christ. Forget those things which are behind me. Reaching forth to the things which are before me. I press towards the mark of the height of the price of the high calling, which is Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as means be perfect, be thus minded. That is again, the mind, the mind, the mind. Let us be thus minded. Thus minded. Christ minded. If there be anything, if he... If there be in anything, ye be otherwise minded. God shall reveal it even unto you. This unto you, number 16, as we wrap this piece up. He said, nevertheless, whereunto we have already obtained, let us walk of the same rule, and let us mind the same things. So, the resurrection, the power of God, let us reach on and strive for better. Strive to be like Christ. Strive to overcome like Christ. Strive to do the works of Christ that no doubt he told us that we could do. Let us mind the same things. Let's focus on the kingdom of God. Let's focus on the works of God. Let us focus on the things of Almighty God. Let's go to First Peter. I'm going to get you guys out of here tonight. First Peter, i got a few more pieces to go to. First Peter 4, uh, 1 and 2. We're talking about the mindset of Christ, and this is just a small portion of it. These are just some references uh, concerning the mind and how we should be thinking the Bible says here, For as much then as Christ has suffered for, for us in the flesh, 
to refuse the reference to the crucifixion. Arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. That is again, for he that suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. So, naturally living for Christ, it's not easy on the flesh. But when we come to Christ and let the Holy Spirit live in us, no doubt we cease from sin. We cease from it. We cease from saying, you know, I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to uh, give in to those things. I'm going to cease from it. I'm breaking off my relationship with the devil. I'm breaking off my relationship with these things that are displeasing with God. He says, number two, he says that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. He said, let's take on the mindset of this. When Christ comes into your life, I'm not going back. I'm not picking up that dirty, dirty mess again. If you do, pray for forgiveness. And I was thinking about it. It hit me a few years ago, and I've been sharing whenever it comes to my mind about the greatest, the greatest thing that people do is they fail to repent. Uh, you may have fallen. Uh, get back up. Don't linger in it. I messed up. No, it's over. No, no, it's not over. Change, pray, pray through. Get it right with God. Just don't water in it. Let it go. Get up, get back up. And go on for Christ. And naturally, we don't continue to live in habitual sin. We don't do that. No. But he says here that, but you can repent. You can seek God's forgiveness. No doubt we have an advocate with our Father up in heaven. Naturally, he's willing to forgive. He's willing to save. And so, uh, many times the enemy will tell you not to get up. He'll tell you not to uh, pray and pray through. Um, and so he says, let's read verse 2 again. He says that he should no longer live the rest of his time in it. To the lust of, the lust of men, but to the will of God. I'm not, so my mindset is I'm not going to conform to this world, back to what we said. I'm not going to obey. Just because the world's doing it. Just because mankind is popular. This, that, and the other. My peers are doing it. Peer pressure. But young people have that peer pressure. You can be different. You can be different from Christ. He said, let me do the will of God. You can keep yourself. You don't have to go sleep around. And you can wait. Share it all night. You can wait till you get married. You have to run from the nightclubs and, and all these different things. You can be saved. You can live for Christ. And you can be on fire for the kingdom of God. Use that same youthful energy. We pray to God to raise up a youthful army. You be full of youth and full of zeal for the kingdom of God to do, be willing to do the not the will of men, but the will of God. Let us have that same mindset. God help me do your will. Not my will, <clears throat> but thine be will. That was the mindset of Christ. Not his own will. His own will was not willing to go to the cross. Uh, he got to, came to a point where he says, uh, I don't know if I'm going to go through with this. And you know, the Christian race. Uh, even every day, your mind may not be every day, but throughout your Christian journey, you know what? I give up. The devil say, I want you to quit preaching. I want you to give up. I want you to resign as a pastor. Oh, no, no, no. You know, all these different things. But you're going back to the world. The world uh, heaven's not real. Hell's not real. The Bible's not real. He'll tell you all these different things in your head. <clears throat> but you know, you got to shake it off. Jesus, no doubt, was tempted the same way. He was tempted even beyond that. Naturally, the, he, the devil didn't want him going to the cross. And naturally, he uh, again the, the ultimate price. And naturally, his, the natural man of Christ started second guessing, but he cannot obey his flesh. He had to go on and do the will of God. He said, "Not my will, but thy be done." Let's move on. Second uh, Thessalonians two, one and two. The Bible says, "Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, that by our gathering together unto him, 
that ye not be soon shaken in your mind. The mindset of Christ as well is not to be shaken in your mind. When you come to Christ, don't be shaken. Let's have a fearless mindset. Uh, and Timothy talks about God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I give it to you. But power, love, and a sound mind. A sound mind. A sound mind to where you can go on and live for Christ. Um, not to be shaken by what we see in our world. We're going to see some fearful sights, even perhaps in our lifetime. Perhaps in this reign of this year, we don't know what, what, what's going to come to pass. But whatever comes your way, don't be shaken. Don't be shaken to doubt God. Try as you may hit your house on. You always begin to brace yourself and prepare yourself. We don't know what will come day by day. But don't be shaken. Don't let that shake your faith. Don't let it shake your faith in God. But continue to pray for uh, Brother and Sister Aaron going through a, a loss of, uh, of, the, of one of their child, children. Uh, and so... But we, we are not going to let that, don't let that shake in your mind, brother, sister, tonight. Don't let it shake in your mind. We continue to pray. Uh, stand on a firm foundation. And you know what? Things will happen. It's happened over the past two years. It happens. It's, it's going to happen before we all go leave this earth. Things will happen in our households that we cannot be shaken. Let me finish up. Um, number two. He says that she be not shaken in your mind or trouble, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter from us as the day of Christ is at hand. So as you see, things coming to pass. <clears throat> you hear wars and rumors of war. You see all this stuff going on in our world today. Turn the news on and say, oh my God, what's happening? You know what? He says here today, the day of the Lord is at hand. Don't be shaken by the, the events and the current events. Don't be shaken by all these other things. That we face. We preached a message on that a couple months ago. Go back and look it up. Um, let's go to the last one I'm going to give you tonight is Ephesians 4. The mind of Christ. I'm just skimming the surface and there's so much more. This may turn into a, a, a multiple part series about the mind of Christ. The Bible says 22. He said that you put off concerning the former conversation of the old man. So again that born again experience. The mindset. Old things have passed away. The mindset. The old man is dead. You've been crucified with Christ. The old conversations, the old ways, the things I used to do. Now I have a new mindset. I'm a new man. You're a new woman. You're a new creature. He says, which were corrupt according to the deceitful lust. <clears throat> we were lost without God. Number 23. He says, be renewed in, in the spirit of your mind. The renewing of your mind. I'm not going to do the things I used to do. I'm renewed now. I'm a new man. I can't do that anymore. The Bible goes on and says, 24, that ye be put on the new man, that is, which is after God, created in the righteousness of tr and true holiness. Holiness, true holiness. To live right, walk uprightly before God. Pure. Endeavor to live a pure life. Clean as unto the Lord. The Bible says in verse 25, Wherefore put it away lying, speaking evil every, speaking every man, excuse me, the truth with his neighbor. So we put away lying and we speak the truth. The Bible goes on and says, For we are members one of another. Number 26, Be ye angry and sin not. <laughs> Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. And so again, we, we don't want to let the sun come down upon us. Don't let the sun come down on, on your life. Don't let your day end in the condition unpleasing unto the Lord. You know what I mean? It's just a perfect spray. Now I lay me down to sleep. I, I pray to the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray to the Lord my soul to take. 
you make sure you're getting things right before you go to bed. And so he says, clean it up before you go to bed. Don't let that day linger. Because if the days turn into weeks, weeks turn into years, and months and years, and people will let things hover over their head because, again, of something they should have been uh, cleaned up and repented of. Let's move on. Neither give place to the devil. The mindset. we got to have this mindset. Do not entertain the devil. He's going to try. He's going to try. He's going to try. Let me in through the door. Let me in through the window. Let me in through the chimney. Let me into your heart is what the enemy says. But do not give place to the devil. Jesus didn't even, he, he heard him out, but he didn't entertain him. The devil made a, a many, many plea. He offered him everything under the sun, the devil did. Go back and read the encounter in the wilderness with Jesus. But he did not give place to him. Don't give place to temptation. Don't give place to it. As we move on. Um, 28. Let him that stole still no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the things which are good, that he may have to give him that needed. Number 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of that mouth, but that which is good to use edifying, use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearer. So there's a new man, there's a new woman. We used to steal, but now we being a woman of truth. We used to rob and steal, but now we're givers and doing something for the kingdom of God. We used to curse and all these different things and feel the communication, foolishness come out of our lips. He says, but now we're ministers and testimony, give our testimony. Tell people about the word of God to be a fellow witness that Jesus is the Christ. The mindset of Christ to tell others about the kingdom of God, to tell others about the glory of God, to tell others about the goodness of God. The mindset of Christ is to spread the word. There's so much more. I just gave you a few, just a little bit, renewing of the mind. Let us have the mindset, the mindset of Christ. Let us live for him. God bless our prayer. We'll see you this Thursday night in person. We have a special uh, guest coming into town. Reverend Devishaw will be here. Let's make plans. Let's pack the house out. Let's pray with us. Pray with us. Uh, sincerely, let's say, I'm going to be there. I want to be there. I want to be blessed uh, to hear the word of God. I want to be blessed uh, uh, to be able to come receive, again, what God has for me this Thursday night. And then the action-packed weekend, as we mentioned, Friday night as well. We're going to have a Friday night fellowship at the church. We also have, um, at the 7 p.m., we'll have plenty of food. You don't have to cook dinner that night. You don't have to cook dinner that night. And then... Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. We have a fellowship meeting where churches from around the region will be hosting it this year at our church, 334 Ashford Street. Come make plans. If you're in the area, come out. If you're not in the area, get a plane ticket. Come on out and see us. Hey, man, get on the bus. Get on the train. Drive your car far, as far as east as front of west. Come on in. Come on in. You don't want to miss the blessing that we're going to have this weekend. God bless you. I pray we'll see you soon.